everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Welcome to the ZBook Successful Authors Podcast. And today, oh boy, I have another big one for you. This is going to be storytelling on steroids with the Grand Master, Kyle Gray. Welcome, Kyle. How are you? Wow, that is such a great introduction. I'm doing great, and I'm so happy to be here with you, Eric. Thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. So I say this a lot, but it's, it's true. I've been, looking, I've been following you for a while and looking at your stuff, and, and I know you have a... a I'm really scratching the iceberg here. Content marketing, and I, I'm a fan of Dan Norris. So when I saw your stuff, it was like, boom, that's right in the groove. So um, let's start with some basic stuff. Where are you? Yeah, I am in Salt Lake City, Utah, in the United States. Um, this is, it's a lovely city, very close to um, some big mountains and just this morning I woke up uh, before the sunrise and uh, hiked up a big mountain with a friend and went skiing down uh, a mountain uh, just first thing in the morning and that's one of the beautiful things that I love about where I live. Awesome. Not snowboarding? I'm not a snowboarder. I've tried it. I tried it when I was younger for a couple of seasons but um, my, my father was a ski patroller and we've always been skiing and yeah. so it was really uncomfortable to <laughs> Be, be being on the same mountain and be going a lot more slower and be hurting a lot more because I'm falling all the time. So, <laughs> well, I you can do more on skis. Yeah. yeah. And you can recover the guys on the snowboards with skis, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the flats. Yeah. Yep. It's always yep. trouble for them. Yeah. Uh, either of them. I, I, I'm more into snowboarding, uh, but I love skiing too. And especially in the powder. You got powder today? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of powder today. Um, this month, or yeah, February, probably we got more snow than we did all of last year mm. uh, combined. So nice. we've been having a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. What's, what brand of skis do you got? I have, um, I have a couple of skis. I have some called Armada, which uh -huh. is, uh, that's kind of a big brand. And then I have a couple called Forefront, which is actually a nice little local boutique company here that a friend of mine um, from Switzerland did an internship out here and she was uh, living with me. She was dating uh, my best friend at the time. <laughs> and so I got introduced to the company and was really excited to just see their nice um, kind of small batch skis. And so I got a couple of pairs of those. Nice, nice. Okay, I got to get off that tangent now. But <laughs> you're in Utah. I have friends in Utah, so I know what you're talking about. And uh, all right, the storyengine.co for all of our listeners that don't know about Kyle, he's the grandmaster of the storyengine.co, and the storyengine.co slash book is where you can get his new book, uh, not new book, but his book. And um, 
if you go to the storyengine.co, you'll see this really good video. And Kyle is a great public speaker. How did you learn that? That is a great question. Um, and that has been a big part of my journey in the last two years or so. How did I learn it? That's a great question. I think um, about 10 years ago, um, <clears throat> kind of in my early uh, college days, I was a singer-songwriter, and I was certain that the only way I was going to live a happy and fulfilled life was by playing music, writing songs, influencing people's lives with great lyrics, and coming up with brilliant melodies and all this kind of big aspirations. I played in some bands, right. and we had some crazy rock sets, and I played uh, just as uh, by myself. Um, and I like I had done a lot of world traveling during that time, and I had drug this blue acoustic guitar all over South America, um, you know, as I was traveling around. But anyway, the reason I, I say how does that influence public speaking is uh, I was always enjoyed um, giving performances, getting up in front of crowds and speaking and telling little jokes and telling stories between my songs and even creating great songs for people to experience. And uh, though <clears throat> I never ended up becoming a rock star, um, I actually found that um, through creating a bunch of content, through doing writing, I was kind of working that same creative muscle that I had uh, developed while doing songwriting, but there was still something missing. And I ended up seeing a webinar um, by a friend of mine named Pete Vargas, who was talking about um, how to use speaking as an incredible tool to uh, grow your business. Mm -hmm. And that's when it, it kind of hit me again, like, oh, I can do this. This is part of me already. Like I miss being up in front of audiences and speaking. So I was really attracted to it. And um, I, be, I purchased a course from Pete and kind of a, over, over a couple of years through relationship building, finding out where to add value and, um, you know, just communication and, and uh, I don't know, seemingly basic things. I uh, started working with Pete um, and advance your reach and started, uh, I started using my content marketing skills at first to yeah. leverage those to help uh, grow his business and uh, in exchange, learn a little bit about what's going on. And um, one of the great side benefits of content marketing is the ability to you, you just, whoever you're working with, you absorb a lot of their knowledge. Yeah. Um, and because uh, you, you've got to be able to teach it. So you've got to know it well enough to put it, you know, so other people can understand it. And yeah. so I started picking up a lot of these things that way. And um, after a while, they invited me to help with their workshops where people would come for two days to get training in either outreach campaigns to get on stages and more recently, um, speaking on stages. So uh, the video you saw of me speaking is a, uh, is a talk I developed for uh, a speaking competition put on by this company. And uh, since then, I've also mm -hmm. been really well coached um, through uh, Advance Your Reach and their, their head speaking coach, Pat Quinn, as well as, uh, yeah, have been able to work with um, hundreds of other different entrepreneurs in all different areas and help them tell the stories and create great presentations within this workshops, uh, within the workshops I'm mentioning and uh, in the work that I do with my clients outside of Advance Your Reach. 
Well, it shows because I'm a member of Toastmasters, and uh, and uh, I haven't been there for a while. Uh, but you know, new new addition to the family, our son. So good good excuse, right? Not really. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so I, I would say you're you, you're an advanced Toastmaster. So you didn't even need the Toastmasters. You got some good coaching, and you're really uh, in the groove there with with um, with that. What what did you call it? The 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 was it the company or the website? Oh, yeah. The company is called Advance Your Reach. And Advance they offer Your Reach. Mm-hmm. And public they speaking have. is part of it? So, yeah. Their, their, whole, um, their whole philosophy and approach is teaching people how to use stages, um, mm-hmm. public speaking, as a marketing tool and a customer growth tool for their business. That's one of my – yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they, they help people develop great talks, get on stages mm-hmm. and set up your business in a way so that once you're on the stage and people are excited to work with you, mm-hmm. that, uh, you can, uh, you yeah. have a business set up to absorb that. That's one of my next milestones. I want to integrate the public speaking. Like I said, I'm already in Toastmasters. So is public speaking part of your content marketing strategy? I would say so these days. Um, I, I think kind of overall, you you hinted at Dan Norris. Um, and uh, so I was working with him about four or five years ago. And uh, that's when I really started in content marketing. And my philosophy on content has evolved a lot since then. Ah. Um, and while I still believe like creating great, consistent uh, content, be it written articles, videos, uh, podcasts. I love podcasts. Yeah. I've got a podcast myself these days and it's just so much fun to make this stuff. What's the name? Um, It's called the story engine podcast. Excellent. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we find it? Um, it's also on the story engine.co. It'll be under the, it's, uh, listed under the blog. Um, all the podcast episodes are, are there too, but so I'm all about creating content like this, but what I really, um, love to create with the people I work with, um, it was difficult to work with other clients and help them develop a strategy or, um, get results with content because you just have to be really patient. Um, Mm -hmm. it takes six months or longer to start seeing things happen. And so, um, I wanted to help people get results a lot faster. And so I started using the same storytelling ideas um, within my, the content, the articles or the podcasts or the videos that I would create and um, started condensing them into um, a little more concise formats, like a great talk or a good webinar. Mm-hmm. And if you can use a couple uh, really effective tools for storytelling, um, like showing uh, through your stories why you care about your customer, why you're like them, and what you know or what, what's extraordinary about you and different about you that's going to help them solve their, their problem. And so through, through storytelling, mm-hmm. and um, there's also uh, tactics or um, approaches where just through talking, Um, or like telling a story about, um, you know, if somebody asks you a teaching point, like, Hey, Kyle, what's the best way to promote content? Mm -hmm. Um, then you could say, well, one of the clients that I work with or one of my private coaching clients, Bill here, 
asked me, you know, when's the best time to promote on Instagram? And I told him these things. And just mentioning little things like that, it doesn't sound salesy. It doesn't sound like you're pushing programs on anybody, but it makes people aware of what you do and what the next steps are with you. And mm -hmm. so it really helps build awareness of what you're doing and how you can help people and, and how people can work with you yeah. without, without that awkward kind of transition that a lot of people have, whether you're on a webinar, whether you are on a call or whether you are on a stage where it's people go from like, okay, now I've been teaching you all these things. Now it's time for you to help me. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so if we can set up presentations where people are entertained with good stories that, you know, they resonate with the emotions and you give them really good information that they feel like they, they can leave the webinar or whatever, you know, the mm -hmm. presentation uh, with something that they can use right now, but also a big desire to, you know, go deeper um, yeah. with, uh, with this problem then I think that's one of the fastest ways that hmm. you can grow a business, um, start to get some good traffic, good customers, mm -hmm. and get things started. If you're just trying to, you know, if you're just starting a business and you're just like making Instagram posts or writing articles mm -hmm. and you're not really promoting or connecting or getting yourself out there, that's going to take a long time for you to get noticed. Whereas if you can get one good presentation, and um, start making connections saying, hey, you have an email list. Can I present a webinar? Hey, um, mm -hmm. I know you have a stage. Can I present on this stage? Yeah. Um, and there's ways that you can get in front of your audience a lot faster yep. and start getting customers faster with, with good stories and concise teaching content. Okay, so this is awesome. But I have to rewind just a bit for the beginners yeah. out there. Uh, Oh, I, I really hate doing this, but let's take a step back and uh, can you define what is content marketing? Yeah, that's a great, great question. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take it, take it uh, back a little bit. We definitely, okay. <laughs> uh, it's easy when, when two people are kind of so, so immersed in the same uh, ideas, it's easy yeah. to kind of go down exactly. these rabbit holes. Um, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so content marketing. Um, is is a very uh, broad kind of marketing. And it's basically the idea is creating attractive and useful content, be it videos, be it written articles, be it social media posts, be it images, helpful infographics, useful templates, anything that you can make, essentially, that other people can consume. And, uh, and use that as a way to attract people to your website, to build awareness about who you are, to build trust uh, with who you are and what you do, and to uh, show people how they can work with you. And so through that process, that usually takes the form of, uh, you know, creating um, uh, consistent content, whether it's a weekly podcast or a video or writing an article every week um, to build up a following and an audience of people who really enjoy your content, they enjoy your style, they enjoy your ideas and beliefs, and uh, they want to learn more from you. Mm -hmm. So one thing um, I was thinking about, content marketing is also free, right? 
I would say almost almost all of content marketing is also free. It's kind of the yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely a little bit of a line where sometimes some people charge a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. is a there's a free course and then there's a seven dollar course. You know, and that's still content. But um, yeah, so it's it's kind of hard to draw the line. But I would say most of the time it's free. Yeah, yeah, because um, once we get into paid advertising, well then we're somewhere else, aren't we? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So yeah, uh, content marketing is pretty broad. What is, uh, do you have a favorite channel? You mentioned podcasting. I'm, I'm definitely into podcasting these days. I think, um, <clears throat> I think one of the things I enjoy the most about um, podcasting is the connections with uh, your guests that yeah. you make. That was actually what got me really excited. Um, it's not a very good, maybe it is a good content marketer, but really um, every, every, the, the thing that's always gotten me excited about good content is uh, the, <clears throat> um, is the opportunity to collaborate with people. Yeah. Um, that's, that's been something I, I did when I was doing written articles, finding ways to incorporate other people's ideas into my work and then letting them know, um, and then drumming up new ideas. That's, that's, I have a system, uh, actually called the harvest method, um, yeah. which is, which is the subject of that, that talk I was giving that we had mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. but it's all about, um, just a, a process for, uh, building relationships and creating opportunities with other people in your space. And alongside yeah. having a good presentation, I think this is one of the fastest ways mm-hmm. to really start getting results in your content. And so the basic idea of the harvest process is uh, <clears throat> uh, we've got four simple steps. And the first one is is uh, plow the field. And, and that kind of means just knowing where where you sit in your industry who the other people are and starting to see do your research on how you could help people where everybody is and then the next part is just planting the seed it's finding ways to mm-hmm. lead with value and say hey i made this for you are just creating something useful and valuable for these people or mentioning them giving freely to um, again, these aren't uh, your on- our audience members. These are other influencers, other people who maybe have bigger followings than you or bigger email lists, but you yeah. have an audience that you want to connect with. Right. So by mentioning them in your articles, helping promote their content, um, linking to their, to their stuff, uh, or inviting them onto your podcast, which is one of my favorite ways to do it these days, yep. is, um, is the first way to kind of start that conversation and find ways to collaborate more together. Maybe it's co-writing an article or interviewing them and then turning that into an article, something that, uh, uh, <clears throat> something that they would really love to share. And so um, the next step, step three, is all about coming up with a way that makes it really easy for them to say yes, hmm. um, which I call fertilizing the soil. So <laughs> here's, here's what I mean by that. Um, <clears throat> I could reach out to somebody who is, is really well known in this, in the publishing space and say, Hey, can we, you know, co-write an article about self-publishing together? Yeah. And I can just ask them that. But really, if I ask them that, that means, Hey, will you think about me and what I'm good at and you and what you're good at 
and then figure out how we both, you know, fit together and <laughs> what ideas we could talk about in this article and how we're going to work together and then determine a time, you know, mm -hmm. are like, it's not really what you're asking or what you intend to ask, but just because you like leave so much kind of open-ended, they're asking all these questions and it becomes a very unattractive idea. But if you yeah. say, Hey, I've already put together this great article and I noticed that you said this here, I'd love to interview you for just 15 minutes so I could turn that into a great quote for my article. Um, can we talk, you know, tomorrow? Yeah. Then, then it's like, oh yeah. So all I have to do is say yes. There, there's no more thinking there, you know, because one of the most limited resource um, every everybody you know has, but it becomes increasingly limited as you become increasingly successful as an entrepreneur is just mm -hmm. time and attention and yeah. your, your decision making abilities. Those smart juices you only get so many of those per day in your brain. And mm -hmm. so um, you want to go easy on other people's, you know, brain juices if you can. They'll, they'll Time is the new more. currency, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. And Sorry, then, I interrupted you. <laughs> we were oh, on no, number four. Or no, number four is, uh, is harvest and feast. That's oh, yes. uh, when that you create good. something that sounds, yeah, it's, it's when you create something that you're both proud of, you're both excited about, and you're both thrilled to share it with your audience. So yeah. that everybody wins. Um, and, uh, and that is the foundation of a, of a good friendship that you could then use maybe later on. Again, I don't like think our, you know, since we're talking about it on a podcast like this, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's not always so strategic or so thought out, but maybe later on you can do a joint venture webinar together and promote your product to yeah. their list, or maybe they can, they can do that for your list. And yeah. Um, uh, lots of other new doors start to open mm -hmm. and it all comes from just creating good stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many different, a thousand roads lead to Rome, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm into podcasts right now too, for sure. But, um, okay. Back to you. So tell us about your story engines. Yeah. So the story engine, um, the, the name of the website, the name of the book, the name of the podcast all started with the story engine book, which was my second book. Mm -hmm. And, um, I decided to write this book in, uh, pretty much January 1st, 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, I was teaching at a university at the time or just right before that. Um, and I was teaching at a class and I was really excited for it. Um, because I had just published uh, the year before my first book, The College Entrepreneur. And I was really excited about the book. I thought it was a really good idea mm -hmm. and uh, wanted to kind of make an impact in that world. Um, but uh, after kind of trying to really uh, make an impact in the university sphere and kind of working with um, just business schools and stuff, it, didn't, it wasn't really a good fit for me. And I found myself um, kind of out of a gig and uh, had been neglecting my business and a lot of my my own work and that was kind of a solid reminder that it was like hey you need to you know stick to what you're supposed to do and that's be an entrepreneur yeah and so I was like okay well you know I had written this book the, uh, the college entrepreneur and I it was just an important idea for me uh, to share at the time but now I was like well now I know how to do it so let's write a book that'll actually help me grow my business. 
And so that's when I started the story engine. And um, the story engine is all about my process. Um, a lot of the stuff that I learned while working with Dan Norris at WP Curve about mm -hmm. how do you capture your story in a way that you can share with other writers, other creators, other collaborators, and they can understand where you're coming from, what you want to do, so that you're not the only one that's writing for your business, creating videos, creating all these things. Because what, like, what happened to Dan Norris, what's happening to me, what's happening to you, Eric, and what's happening, what happens to a lot of us as we start to progress in, in our businesses and in our content is there just becomes too much work. We've got to start handing stuff off. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes if it's stuff we're good at or stuff we like. Yep. And uh, content is 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 a very time consuming and challenging task. And so uh, some of those things need to be offloaded. Um, yep. And I was always good at working with writers. And so um, the story engine is all about, yeah, getting clear on what's your content strategy and um, getting, getting your basics down, like having a good style guide, which uh, I include templates for, which I think is one of the reasons the book has been um, so successful as it's got just a lot of really useful uh, templates that you can download to really implement the ideas like a content strategy or an SEO campaign or um, an editorial calendar. Um, yeah. But it just lays all of this out in a really simple, straightforward way and has helped a lot of people get mm -hmm. started with content marketing. Um, I can. Well, yeah, go oh, ahead. <laughs> so what was really interesting and uh, kind of like speaks to my mindset development is um, the book came out in May of 2016. So I had, I had gone, uh, took about four months to complete and get published. Um, and then, uh, but I didn't really create, I had the storyengine.co, the website, but it was just a landing page for the book for a long time. Mm -hmm. But not until I started... Uh, I didn't start content marketing for myself until about um, September or October of that year mm -hmm. when I started. Um, and for some reason I was like, well, I said everything I needed in the book. I don't know what else I could create good stuff about. And then I realized like, oh man, I'm falling for this same kind of imposter syndrome that <laughs> a lot of people, you know, come to me with and I encourage them through. Um, that's, that's one of the things I think I do really well with when I'm teaching and coaching people. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, oh you call God. it intermediate syndrome. I've heard this a lot uh, around sports and uh, like uh, extreme sports too. Uh, have you heard that? Um, so I'm not sure about intermediate syndrome. Um, what the way I would define imposter syndrome, and maybe this is the same thing, but it's kind of like, it's when you feel like you're not quite there or you don't have like something, you know, you're like, well, everybody's, you know, said this before. So what do I have to say? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. you kind of devalue your own work. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that kind of does sound like it maybe is the same thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I was suffering from that a little bit. But um, people were loving the book, the book uh, stayed a bestseller for a couple of months, you know, nice. straight while it launched. And then um, for about, you know, for 18 months or so, probably averaged around, um, hopefully, hopefully this is, I mean, we're talking to book publishers here, but it stayed around 10,000 in the Amazon rankings for that's really uh, good. 
a long time. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that was the result of, you know, it was a good need. I kept the, I kept the price really low on the book because mm -hmm. of the, actually the templates that I had created made a way for me to collect emails from my book. And so I was yeah. building a list off of that and that was more valuable to me than the book royalties. And so I was able to keep the ebook price really low, which I think helped with the rankings and helped with the visibility. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. And uh, yeah, it became, it became kind of the main growth driver for mm -hmm. uh, my list and my business. And I guess since then it's helped me uh, build my email list to about 5,000 people, which is nice. now, now who get, you know, the new podcast updates and all of these things. And I, I wouldn't have, you know, believed it possible, but, uh, um, but yeah, it just, you know, was a little bit every day. There was a couple of really big days. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this, this book really created the foundation for, my business and my brand. And uh, I, you know, had no idea what I was getting into when I was creating, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I'm so grateful for it now. That's awesome. If you, if you have a book in it, like a good category, like small business, for example, and it's up there and, uh, yeah. So you get uh, a lot of subscribers and, um, so yeah, you've got a list of 5,000 and that's interesting because a lot of the gurus out there say, Oh, there's this 10,000 threshold and that's where the big business starts. But, you're pretty successful with 5,000. Well, I'd say so. Um, but I wouldn't say like right now in my business, there's kind of a, I would admit there's, it's a little bit disjointed. <laughs> um, my, my list and my followers, I, I don't, um, I still don't really monetize um, mm -hmm. it that much. I'll do a couple of joint ventures. I'll allow people to do webinars to my list and make good offers that I think are valuable and I'll uh, make offers to my list. But I make a, lo um, a lot of the work I do or most of my money I make working with um, health and wellness experts and helping them um, mm -hmm. get clear on the real value in their stories. Again, kind of get clear on a good story put it yeah. together in a presentation and then put it together in a, or set up an automated sales funnel around that for them so that they can give this presentation at scale. Okay. Um, so total, and, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So total beginner question. Yeah. Why is the story and the narrative so important? Yeah. Um, so the story and the narrative is so important because there is so much information these days that we all experience as humans in ads and our social media, scrolling on our phone, we're blasted by so much stuff. And the answer to any question, um, and not only the answer, but, you know, almost any answer we want to any question we want, you know, is, is a Google search away. And so information has become very abundant in this world. But what's scarce is insight and trust and what makes us trust each other is really understanding each other and our motives and why we do things and so through telling stories about where we've came from and what we've seen and who we are we can create that human connection that is that missing ingredient um, to a lot of online marketing and even uh, offline marketing or uh, sales in these days. It's understanding 
the who behind this and and their vision and is the vision compelling you know it's not it's maybe not just a vision of like I want to grow my business and make a lot of money it's like I want to make a real impact on this world and I want your help you know I want to enroll you in in helping me do that Mm -hmm. and so if you can start to understand though again there's three basic elements it's it's why you're ordinary Uh, why you're extraordinary and why you care. So you've got to be ordinary. You've got to be like, hey, I'm just like you. I've seen the same things. I've suffered from the same problems. I know how it feels. But I'm also extraordinary. I've gone through this process. I've figured out the solution. And now I have something to help you get through this problem faster and easier than I did. Yeah. And uh, finally, why you care? Like, mm-hmm. why is this problem important to me? It can't, it's not enough that you're good at it, good at solving the problem. Mm-hmm. You have to like have a real reason behind this. And yeah. that's really what, what people resonate with these days. And so that's why stories are so great. And it's particularly great, again, with like the health and wellness um, professionals that I work with who are usually very, very, very intelligent and scientific. And so they have a lot of challenges communicating in this way. And hmm. so working with them, we can, we can help them uh, yeah. make a lot of progress and, and uh, grow their businesses in these ways. That's cool. I'm getting all of these ideas now as you're talking and I'm thinking about all this stuff. But um, uh, So I went uh, to your website, thestoryengine.co, and you have this awesome resource, a quiz that kind of goes through this and tailors then uh, the response and the templates for the person taking the quiz. And then, um, well, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So this is another fun uh, piece of content that I've been working on, or mm-hmm. I was working on a little bit near the near um, the end of last year. Um, mm-hmm. And so a new trend in content marketing these days is having really good interactive content. And you can okay. see that um, probably almost our, you know, a lot of a lot of people have been on um, sites like BuzzFeed or something and seen a quiz like which Disney princess or Harry Potter character or Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, these quizzes can be really useful for small businesses and entrepreneurs too. Um, especially uh, there's there's yeah there's lots of different ways that a coach or um, even a company creating an assessment can use these tools to um, be, be, to create curiosity in their audience. Um, yeah. People always like to get insights on themselves. Again, like for some reason, um, you know, we, we feel good when we know that, uh, you know, we got Harry Potter and the Witch yeah. Harry Potter character quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the same way, like if you can give them some, if you can ask them in a series of, of a couple of questions, and give them an insight, which is what I attempted to do in this, yeah. uh, which content strategy is best for you. But um, I want to interrupt you there, sorry, yeah. uh, because um, you're downplaying the value of this tool you have on your website. So oh, yeah. I want to tell everybody the storyengine.co, because I just did this today, and you've got, it's a tool, it's a resource, it's very valuable, and you've got something uh, for everybody in there, it doesn't matter if you're a blogger, a book author, or a marketer, whatever, and, and you go through these series of questions, and they're, they're really good 
uh, even SEO is in there. And so when I got to the end, I was, I think I'm the architect. And then mm. I got this really detailed, I mean, uh, 20 page uh, template PowerPoint. And it's really, really good. So for, especially for beginners, uh, establishing anything. And uh, so, um, yeah, I, I want to tell everybody just to, you know, reiterate that the storyengine.co and this is a really good resource and I'm filling out my template right now and it's it's um, because I've been around the block quite a many times and I've seen what people give away for free and this is a this is a chargeable service actually no no okay it's really good I just want everybody to check it out so uh, I'm the Thank architect you. and uh, what was what was that actually the architect is somebody who can, is really great at creating systems and making sense of complicated things. And the architect is somebody, I would say I'm an architect as well. Mm -hmm. That's somebody who's great at building templates and checklists and great yeah. downloadable items. And so by, by being able to, you know, architect these mm -hmm. templates and you make things a lot easier for people. There's also people like the rebel who, mm -hmm have really great ideas, but they're contrarian and they're, they're kind of going against the grain, but they see what they're doing as important because they want to change the way things are done. Um, yeah. They've got a better vision. And these people are really polarizing and exciting and energizing. It's a little bit of a rarer um, one on the, on the results. There's also the comeback, which uh, hmm. is, uh, is another great one. And these are, this is really good for, um, I found with coaches in particular, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's somebody who has, you know, hit, hit a big snag or rock bottom with a problem or a challenge, but then has uh, figured out, has crawled out of the hole, has, has figured out how to solve this problem and are now, and now have a process to help other people do it. And yeah, so, and, um, yeah. Oh, maybe, um, should people start with your book or with this or your website with the quiz? Um, there's, I mean, if the, the story engine book is, uh, that's, it's very easy. It's very, um, again, very affordable on Amazon. It's only, uh, $3.99 for Kindle, but it's also available in paperback and audible. So if you want kind of a, a complete picture, that's a great place to start. But the quiz is something you can do right now. Um, the story slash quiz, um, yeah. It's just 10 questions long and you can get uh, that that template that you mentioned is my content strategy template and yeah. you are right that is by far the most popular download in the book um, it's by far my most popular and most useful lead magnet I've ever created mm -hmm. and it has uh, yeah it, that's the that's the, the tool that has helped me grow my business and uh, it's what I use when I when I uh, have worked with clients and helping them develop content strategies that's my tool it's my tool with when I'm creating my own content for my own site it's really mm -hmm. powerful and it makes again this kind of really big task of like what do I need to do mm -hmm. to really make this content happen um, it, it should add a lot of clarity and what's the best part about it is this is something again it's designed to be so that if I bring on um, somebody onto my team, I can share that strategy with them and, and say, this is where we're going. And they yeah. know what that means. And it's an awesome example of content marketing. So you've got the book on Amazon, which points people to it. 
And then you have the blog and SEO, I, I guess, or you know, the, the blog and organic reach uh, traffic yeah. pointing to it, uh, to your free lead magazine. So it's an excellent example of content marketing in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, walking the walk for sure. I still, yeah. I love... I love making content these days yeah. um, and, and, and executing it for, for my own business. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, like making kind of long form blog posts for other businesses um, is challenging uh, unless you are like, that's why I think it's the best when the coach themselves or the founder themselves, you know, really wants to figure out how to share their stories and, yeah. and kind of learns the ropes there. Cause I think you can, those are the people that end up really creating the, the, the great, great stuff. Yeah. Before I forget, um, are you doing anything to keep your book in? Because this is kind of a book-centric podcast. <laughs> so are you doing anything to keep your book up in the rankings? Absolutely. Um, so I'm doing a lot of Amazon ads right now. Um, for a long time, I was in the uh, sponsored products ads. So anytime um, I was just looking up uh, different authors um, who were my competition and different books and mm -hmm. making sure that anytime somebody searched for them, that my book would, would appear. And so I um, have been, I'm really impressed with Amazon, but I've been profitably uh, advertising my book on Amazon. So the ads generate enough revenue from just the book royalties to uh, justify themselves. Nice. Um, and so it's not a huge, like I don't have a lot of ad spend on a daily basis, but it's just a nice, uh, but the system's set up and it's profitable and it keeps my book visible. And I think that has been one of the reasons why it stayed in the rankings. And recently I'm experimenting also with product display ads Mm -hmm. And um, even the uh, the Kindle lock screen. Ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you doing these yourselves, or you got a manager? No, I'm doing those all myself. That's cool. Yeah, I've yeah. had um, a lot of success with them in 2016 when they were new. You know, like low hanging fruit, and holy mm -hmm. cow, it was so easy. I, I shot some of my books up to number one in some decent categories, oh, wow. and now you know I'm at, at that point where okay, now I got to get better and. Uh, it's not, you, you can't just keep using the same keywords and stuff. I haven't had any luck with product display ads. Have you? Uh, uh, again, it, I've only, it's only been a couple of weeks. I could probably oh, look okay. it up right now and give you, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honestly, you know, I'm trying it out because I haven't done it. I'm not as confident in that as, as sponsored products. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I got a free course for you. It's on my Facebook Live. It's a masterclass. You know, it's a series. It's kind of rough because I'm experimenting with Facebook Live right now. But, you know, this is the bane of infopreneurs like me where you make a course. I made a course for Amazon ads and I made a course for Facebook ads. And then, boom, they changed their interface. They changed everything. Oh, so, yeah. okay, I have to do, redo all 37 videos now. Thanks, you know. So, <laughs> So I did make a new one. Like I said, it's on Facebook Live. I'll shoot you a link later after the course. That'd be great. And then you get my tips. And um, I got some pretty good ones. You know, uh, I've been talking to Derek Dupker, uh, Depker and the Big Guns. So uh, oh, yeah. just recently I did a podcast with uh, Brian Bernie. And, uh -huh. and uh, he's a master of Amazon ads. So um, that podcast is coming out next week. So uh, lots of tips about Amazon ads. Um, I super highly highly um what do you call it recommend them especially for 
people to learn paid advertising. They should start mm -hmm. there and not with Facebook because Facebook will blow thousands of dollars a day if you let them. But Amazon ads won't. So they're nicer to beginners. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Or anyway. Google. I remember uh, with when I first started with uh, Google AdWords, they sent me like a free... Oh hundred dollar coupon and I set up yeah. my account and it was running for a little while and then yeah. I thought like they would my coupon would run out and my ads would stop but they didn't <laughs> so I was just like yeah you learned the hard way oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many thousands did that put you back luckily I think it was just like five hundred dollars or something but, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. no that makes me feel good because I only lost two hundred <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So you mentioned earlier, there's a time, uh, I don't know if it was intermediate s syndrome, that's what I was calling it, um, where you have to offload something like uh, writing your blog posts, even if you like that part of the content marketing. So I, I, I have to ask you this now that I got you here. I've got this one uh, book, one of my best lead magnets, a free book in Amazon, How to Make a Create Space Book, How to Painlessly Create a Create Space Book. And then same story, boom, Amazon uh, turned off Create Space. Now you have to go to KDP Print, right? <laughs> and people yeah. are thinking, they're still uh, saying uh, uh, Create Space when they mean uh, KDP print nowadays. It's synonymous, right? So now I have to update my book and uh, I'm, I'm thinking of making a totally new one or updating the old one. So wh who should, I, I don't know, should I outsource it and who, who would you outsource it to? So um, if I were to outsource writing, I guess, um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story of what I did for uh, one client and how there I wrote it. There you go, story it. engine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's, here's one approach that I've used before. Um, <clears throat> so, and, and this will be good because it also involves Facebook lives. So you'll like this for oh, yeah. multiple reasons. Yeah. So I was working um, with this doctor who's had actually a really big impact on my life and my health. Her name is Dr. Grace Liu. Mm -hmm. And she is a genius at gut health, which is a new Kind what of health? a relatively new form of health, gut health. So like you mean guts. health. Yeah. Oh, um, sounds so, cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it turns out that a lot of your mood, your energy, your creativity, um, the gut is your second brain. <laughs> and um, uh, so for, for some people, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of different bacteria that live inside of your body and inside of your system. Yep. And a lot of the bacteria are good for you and, and help take care of you. But sometimes um, we, you know, can mess that up. We get a parasite or we take a really strong antibiotic and we kind of wipe out all of the good and the bad bacteria. But then new bad bacteria come and recolonize and messes things up. Anyway, so this condition is called SIBO. And so she works uh, sorry, with... Sorry, what was oh, that? SIBO? SIBO. S I B O, ah, small uh, intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Oh, it's, okay. It's not so much fun. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, so she's an expert in treating this, and so she we put together a, uh, a mini course called Seven Steps to Heal SIBO, hmm. and <clears throat> these were things like 
eat fermented foods. Anyway, that the details are irrelevant right now, but each day she would go on to Facebook Live and she would teach for 15 to 30 minutes about uh, each of the seven ideas. And at the end, she was promoting kind of a bigger gut health course that she was selling that also included um, some of her best supplements and some uh, tests that you can, some take-home tests that you can use to kind of learn about your own health. Um, and uh, so for seven days, she would speak for, again, 15 to 30 minutes. I took, I went to, I downloaded those videos and sent them to rev.com to be transcribed. Right, I've used them. Yeah, and so then we had the transcriptions and that turned out uh, about a 30-minute video um, at her her pace turns out to be around 5,000 words. Mm -hmm. And so then I took this to a writer um, and I said, hey, will you take this and cut it down to about half the words and make it look more like an article or a book chapter? And so we took, you know, 30,000 so words and condensed them around to uh, a nice kind of 70 page, you know, nice small uh, book and uh, through using all of, uh, you know, the methods that uh, you teach really well and you share with your audience, um, uh, positioning my book and preparing for a great launch with KDP. um, I was able to, I found a good category, launched in there and we had a bestseller for a couple of months long. And uh, it was just through, uh, again, getting a good transcription. I think having a transcription and then giving that to a writer mm-hmm. uh, is much better than, <clears throat> it just gives the writer a lot more to work with. It gives them a good foundation instead of uh, just telling them to research stuff on their own or figure out something, especially when they need to write in your voice. Um, but, uh, but in the case of like, if you want to rework the book and rewrite it, um, there's probably somebody who is sufficiently experienced, you know, that could be a ghost writer or, you know, if you wanted to do it just in that style, I would find ways to just talk through the different updates to the book that you want and, uh, and, um, try that approach to adding in the new chapters or just, I mean, if it's, if you just really want to, I would probably, if I were you, I would just go back to the document and do a find and replace create space with Kindle, Kindle print. That's the cheapo poor man's hack. That's probably yeah. the one I'm going to do too. <laughs> no, that's really, really good advice too with the, the Facebook live. And um, I found another hack too. Did you know that when you upload your videos to YouTube, uh, it will make automatic uh, captions? transcription and you can download it however there's all sorts of these time marks and stuff so there's a lot of rework too and rev Mm. isn't that expensive anyway so um yeah that is a really 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 cool tip thank you very much um i'm I'm gonna think about that and i will also think about the poor man's version (laughs) and uh yeah so that's uh, a special problem of infopreneurs because every time you make a course around somebody else's platform and then yeah then they update the platform then yeah great you know so all right um you were talking about books so what's on the horizon for you 
So um, on the horizon now, I've been really steeped in in books myself recently, um, and I am in the home stretch of my third book, which will mm. be called Selling with Story, which uh, is is kind of a reflection of uh, again how I've evolved in my content philosophy too. I've created this book. Um, I love the story engine because it gives you the great long game strategy to succeed in building a brand. But yeah. this book, um, what I really wanted to do with this one is how do we get you results right now and get you, you know, get you some revenue with your story so mm-hmm. that you can really invest in your business and go all in so that you have time, you know, and money to create this content that, that will change the world. So I've been writing um, my next book called Selling with Story. We are in the editing phase right now. <clears throat> ah, when's it going to be out? Um, I believe it'll be out in April or May. I'm taking a vacation to Switzerland hmm. in March, which I'm nice. really looking forward to. Skiing? Um, but <laughs> a little bit of skiing will happen nice. for sure. Yeah, we got to start and end with with a little ski talk. Um, but uh but yeah, so right now we, we've just finished kind of the idea editing. I'm not, I can't remember what the, the proper term for that is. There's a, there's a smarter way to say it. But, uh, editing? Line editing or something like that? Well, now we're in the line editing, okay. which I, I think is like, you know, the proofreading punctuation thing here where before we were like, I don't know if your idea is really well developed here or you're not very yeah. clear there. Which, um, so we've worked through it a couple of times in this book, um, where both it's interesting with both the college entrepreneur and the story engine, I both started writing them in January, published them in May. It took about four months for each of them. They, that was a relatively fast, um, uh, timeline, but this one has taken over a year. Um, it's been, there's been a couple of times or like, you know, maybe a short, a short burst where I'll create, I'll write the first part or I'll write out a lot of my ideas, then it'll kind of disappear and, um, or I'll, I'll have other work to do and it'll get kind of put on the back burner. And honestly, from like October to December, I hated this book. I was so frustrated <laughs> with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, this isn't that useful. It's too convoluted. I'm just like, oh, I'm over this thing. Hmm. Um, and that's when I wanted to bring on kind of somebody to do the idea editing and see how we could clean it up. But uh, um, I, again, kind of probably more imposter syndrome stuff. Uh, they were like, this book's really good. I don't know what you're talking about. But you know, every all of the authors out there probably, you know, understand that, that love hate relationship with your books that happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I'm glad to say that I passed through it. And I'm going to be employing all of those same strategies that I've used in the story engine, putting together really great templates, really great uh, resources. I'm putting together a new quiz. This one will be the uh, funnel funnel builder quiz. So it'll ask you a couple of different questions and then give you a recommendation on what tools might be the best options for you to build your your uh, sales funnel with. Um, awesome. Is there will be a be lot. A, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, there's lots of tips on speaking and storytelling. The full part one and probably a good first half of the book is just really useful, actionable um, storytelling tips that you can use while on podcasts, while speaking on stages, while on a webinar, 
while writing a blog post, whatever you're on, um, or even just in, in face-to-face conversations. And so I'll set you up. Then part two is all about putting together that, um, putting together your story in a, in a really good automated system. And then part three is all about getting that offer, getting your, getting your message and your system and your offer out in front of as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Three-part book. Awesome. Sounds really cool. Is there going to be a pre-sale phase or early bird pricing or something like that? Probably what I will do is uh, I will create a launch team. And so um, uh, people oh, will put be me on it. Put me on it. <laughs> you're, you're on it for sure. Thank you. Um, yeah. And uh, so anybody interested will be able to get uh, early access to the book, maybe a month, maybe two weeks before the official launch date where you'll get the PDF copy totally for free. And then um, as the launch day approaches, just uh, well, I'll release it on Amazon probably just for, I, I don't like the free releasing for free anymore, mm-hmm. but I love yeah. releasing for 99 cents. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so release for 99 cents and have the whole launch team ready to with a good review to start out um, with a strong launch and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully my keywords and uh, my uh, categories I've picked out are all uh, ripe for success. Nice, nice. I don't know um, how um, uh, good you are at launching, but Steve Scott has a really good article called the 99 cent launch, you know, so um, I'm also not into free launches anymore either. Uh, you know, it's amazing because people spend five bucks on a Starbucks coffee and they won't, you know, they, they don't want to spend three bucks for a book. That's like real value, you know? So uh, I think 99 cents minimum, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I like 99 cents, you know, again, I'm not attached to the price of my book, but launching, launching it for free, the problem with free is that Amazon ranks free in a totally different store. So you can like, if you've got all of this momentum in a launch team and everybody downloads it for free, that doesn't do anything in the paid rankings, which is really where you want to be on Amazon. But 99 cents is pretty much free. And yeah, yeah, if your friends are too cheap to to buy the 99 cent book, then you know, you just know where your friends are. Um, that's a real low bar to jump over. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I mean, exactly. I mean, you spend more for a coffee every day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. But uh, again, that's it's. And so just 99 cents um, will really help you climb in the paid ranking. And I think that's, again, that's, that's where that's what's going to get you the orange bestseller tag, which, uh, you know, I, I never get tired of seeing. Uh, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, Especially yeah. in a good category, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you going to do KDP select or go wide? Uh, select. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they favor the books in select. The algorithm, it, you'll just get more eyes on it, you know? They've spoiled me. They've spoiled <laughs> me. They reach out so many times. At least two or three times, Amazon has reached out to me and said, hey, this book is really good. We're going to promote it to our email list for you. Ooh, and I think like oh, that's gold. Part of, it's, that's part of it's because I've been playing ball with them. But yeah, there was one, one day where I made the top 500 in Amazon. Wow. Promotions. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to retire like Tim Ferriss now, huh? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. But uh, um, I, I need to get a couple more books, books done mm-hmm. before, before the retirement fund. Yeah. The royalties are, they're definitely paying the rent, which is lovely. And I'll never get sick of that either. But uh, 
but yeah, there's still, there's still a lot of work to be done to, to keep the yeah. lights on. Yeah. That's the thing. There's the organic sales and then there's the spikes from the launches mm-hmm. and I really don't concentrate on uh, the spiky number one launches because the books that make me the most money are my organic books that aren't even anywhere near number one, you know? So, uh, yeah. And then the books where I get up to number one with the launch, then uh, they don't sustain. So I'm really into the organic stuff right now. I mean, I'm not putting down launches, but um, my my one or two books that are making the organic sales are just – you know, they're screaming at me. They're impressive. You know, they, here's the money, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. get that organic traffic going somehow content marketing. Right. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the story engine has been life changing in that again, it's not, not a huge amount, but it's been just a nice consistent, uh, revenue. And I really, uh, I would love to see the same, uh, through selling with story though. Also, um, you know, I would love it to, I, you know, I'm excited to use it to build my audience even more to continue to find ways to, uh, you know, serve them to develop more products again for kind yeah. of the larger base of audience instead of uh, just working with the high end clients. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the more, the more I can put myself in a position to just create more content for mm-hmm. um, amazing, amazing people, the, the happier I'll be. So is this third book going to be on your website? Where can uh, we it find w- it? The, uh, the storyengine.co is, will now be kind of my home base, my home brand. Similar to like Tim Ferriss, he kind of just built everything around the four-hour work week website. Yeah. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I do have sellingwithstory.co and that's where kind of the landing page of the book will be. But if you want to, uh, if you want to go to the storyengine.co, if you download the strategy template, you'll definitely you'll be you'll be on my list, and you'll be notified as yeah. uh, the book gets closer. I don't have any official announcements out yet, or any ways you can join the launch team. But I'll be making those very soon, and and starting to uh, have some special goodies for uh, for my nice. list. Awesome. And I just want to reiterate the storyengine.co. Everybody should really go there and do his quiz. You get the template afterwards. It's, it's really high value. And until his third book comes out, your third book comes out. And um, where else can we reach you online? Um, that's that's going to be most of it. I am okay. active on Instagram mm-hmm. at Kyle the gray two three. It's not really a great handle, um, <laughs> but also on Twitter at Kyle the gray. And uh, I don't post a lot on Twitter, but uh, I check it and um, I'm always psyched when somebody tweets at me or messages me on there. I'm pretty responsive. Cool. Okay. Before I ask my last question, is there anything else that I forgot or you want to say? Um, thank you so much if you have been listening to this whole conversation and just uh, enjoying what we've been talking about. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, share, yeah, share this conversation with us. So right thank on. you to all the listeners out there. Yeah, thank you. And I do have a question. Yeah. What's your number one tip for beginning authors or entrepreneurs? Make friends. Find, um, I think that every, the, all of the biggest 
you know, leaps forward in my life have been because uh, somebody else, you know, wanted to give me a chance, gave me an opportunity, saw some potential and, uh, you know, wanted to collaborate. And so, and that came from being curious, being open-minded, being value giving and always wanting to, to give and help people. And, uh, you know, you, you want to add value to your audience, but you want to add value to your peers and become known, known amongst your peers. And I think that's, that's the way to really, um, level yourself up and succeed in business. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it. It's, it's a quote in your, um, in the video, uh, we don't make the big leaps forward in our life alone. They come from relationships. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, I stand by that to this day. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kyle. Thestoryengine.co. Everybody go there. Uh, I'm the architect. I've got to go finish my architect template. And I'm going to go do that right now. It's pretty stoked. And thanks again, Kyle, uh, for your time. It's been real. And um, I've been doing um, Power Author Sundays, my new Facebook Live series. I want to reserve you for that. Absolutely. It's coolness. Thanks again, Kyle. Thank you, Eric. It's been so much fun. And once again, thanks everybody for listening. Right on. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week. There's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.